Hello, my beautiful people. It's Heidi here from the world according to Heidi. And I am over the moon excited to welcome you to the new and improved Let's Learn About Business podcast. Every Monday, I am right here chatting about business and the day-to-day struggles and successes that accompany full-time entrepreneurship, as well as those side hustles. We will laugh, probably cry, and of course, there will be whining. No, not the kind that makes you want to cringe, but the kind that makes those hard days just a little bit easier. Cheers. Okay, everybody, I am so very excited to introduce you to today's guest. This is my new friend. Her name is Crunch Ranjani. Did I say that right? Ranjani. I even asked you last time and I still slaughtered it. I'm so sorry. It's not a common name that many people encounter, so it's forgivable. (laughs) Well, thank you. It's a beautiful name. It's, but yeah, I was so sure I was going to get it right. Dang it. (laughs) Well, welcome. I am so happy that you are here with me. Um, introduce Thank yourself. you so much for having me. You're so welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do, what you do for businesses. Okay. So my name is Crunch and I am currently coming to you from the traditional lands of the Mexica, the Totonaco and the Nahua people in the east coast of Mexico in a city that has been colonized as Jalapa. And I am a content writer for purpose-driven professionals, and I specialize in writing blog posts, articles, email newsletters, and a little bit of social media so that you can show up and, you know, share valuable content with your audience and, you know, build that relationship with them so that they get to know you, like you, trust you, and eventually work with you without feeling really salesy and, you know, there's no like hard sales and all kind of thing. (laughs) So that's what I help people do. And I am super excited to be here on the podcast today. Perfect. I love it. I think you hit the nail on the head for so many people. Like we don't want to come off salesy. We get so many of those icky reach outs, you know, throughout the day that you don't want to ever be that person. So I love that you said that. Yeah, I think a great way to to not be salesy is by sharing content with people, actually, and, you know, sharing information that is useful to people, because then it's not salesy, you're not selling them anything, you're telling them helpful information that they can apply to their life, you know, whether it's you're sharing tips about how to make your work life easier, or you're sharing, you know, strategies to solve a problem that they're having, or just, you know, like little tips that make it easier for them to live their lives and then eventually when they decide like oh I actually do need to or want to you know invest in some help with this like who are they going to think of like the person who's been helping them for free all this time through their content marketing right so so I love doing that (laughs) I love that that's awesome so I skipped over one of my parts so usually I talk about if we're drinking wine together or not and we are recording this a little bit earlier in the day so I am actually drinking a peppermint mocha (laughs) coffee, but I know that you had said on your intake sheet that you love red wines. Is that right? Yes, I do love red wines and I love experimenting with different types of red wines. So I wouldn't say that I have like maybe a specific red wine that I love. (laughs) I love trying different kinds. (laughs) 
Okay. Is there a great one from there? Like in your area, do you guys have there in Mexico? Is there a lot of wineries or no? There are some, there's wine that's produced in like the Baja Californias, I think, and uh -huh. in one state that's called Querétaro that produces some wines. The Valle de Guadalupe in Mexico, it's on the Pacific coast, like way up close to Tijuana, which most okay. people might be familiar with. Like there's uh -huh. a place called Valle de Guadalupe and it's famous for wines. And okay. I have had some of their wines and it's really good. So if you have a chance to experiment or sample some of their wines, like to give it a shot. <laughs> oh, I will. Thank you. I always love the recommendations, especially from like local areas to where people are from. So I will check that out for sure. Okay, so I'm just gonna ask you, <laughs> I asked you about this just a little bit before we started recording, but I was looking at some of your content yesterday and today, and I love, you You made a comment that is, I've been noticing lately about how Instagram is getting harder and harder. Instagram's dying in a way. It's getting harder to get your content seen, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like we're putting so much out there and you had some really good tips on kind of working around that, not quitting Instagram per se, but adding to, right? Yeah, Instagram is fun, but I would say that if that's your entire strategy to, you know, reach your audience, I'm sorry, but you're going to be, you know, fighting an up uphill battle because <laughs> Instagram is weird. Like, let's face it, it's a platform that's been around for quite some time now, and mm -hmm. it keeps changing. Like, one day you're told like you must post reels and then the right. next day people are like no it's carousel posts again and then you know suddenly people are like no 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 let's go back to static like single image posts and like hide all the good information in the caption and you know like with all this yeah. conflicting advice and you know there's no like real directive from Instagram that says like okay this is what you need to do so that you can show up on Instagram so that mm -hmm. your content gets seen by the people who follow you I mean half the time I'm just seeing things like that are sponsored posts I turned that off. you can turn that off by the way <laughs> I just I just learned that. that oh my gosh that was such a great day when I learned that <laughs> right but so half the things that you're seeing are like sponsored posts and the other half are from like three people who post like 20 times a day or something and <laughs> so it's really really hard to reach your audience and I'm not saying like don't post on Instagram ever again anymore right but I'm doing, I'm, I am saying that you do need to have like an alternative or like a supplementary <laughs> way <laughs> to share your content with your audience. And I think the best way for you to do that, or like there are some ways that you can do that. Firstly is by putting out website content on your website, because your website is yours. You own it. You pay for the domain, you pay for the hosting and it's yours. Like it's your tiny corner of the internet and you are free to post whatever you want, how often you want and you know, how long it is and all of that is up to you, right? So mm -hmm. you can keep sharing content on there. And, you know, it's once it's on your website, it is indexed by the search engine, which means like they put it in a big catalog so that, so that people can find it eventually. And the longer that things are on your website, like the more chance it has for showing up on people's search engines, you know, like, so if you think about what happens when people have a problem, What's the first thing that you do when, I don't know, your sink bursts open and you're having a leak in your kitchen? You run to Google and you, you type Google. in, where's the plumber? I mean, like nearest plumber, 
uh-huh. next to my house, right, or whatever. So basically, that's what people do when they have a problem is to run to Google and type in their search, type in their problem and hope that, you know, they find a solution. Mm-hmm. So when you have content on your website, you are increasing the chances of being found by somebody with a problem who's seeking your solution, right? So that's one thing that you can do. And, and it doesn't depend on like the algorithm. Google will show, okay, stuff about Google, like, you know, fixing <laughs> the search results aside. For the most part, if you have good relevant content that directly speaks to problems people are having, Mm-hmm. The chances of your content showing up when people search for it is very high. So, I mean, like there's all kinds of things you can do to optimize that content, but, you know, just right. generally like sharing content on your website is a great way to put yourself in front of people who are having a problem and need a solution. And that's also like when they're most primed to buy something, you know, right. so that's one thing that you can do. The other thing that you can do is to get people on your email list because that's another platform that you control, right? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't depend on Instagram or Meta or Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> and, you know, so this is something that you can control. Once you get people on your email list, you have, they've given you permission to be in their inbox, right? They've given you right. their email address, which is, I mean, in this day and age where we get like 80,000 emails a day, <laughs> For somebody to <laughs> hand over their email address to you, it's it's gold, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the conversion rates for email marketing are much higher than, like, by Instagram. Like, maybe if you have 10,000 people following, following you on Instagram, you might make, I don't know, 100 sales. If you have an email list of 10,000 people, you're going to make much closer to, like, I don't know, a thousand sales, maybe even, you know, like the conversion rate for email marketing. I don't remember the statistics offhand, but Mm -hmm. it's much higher because you have that closer relationship with people, right? On social Mm -hmm. media, people are scrolling. They are there to forget their problems. They are probably (laughs) hiding in a toilet or something. (laughs) True. (laughs) You know, (laughs) that's where most of our social media consumption happens. And that's not a place where you're thinking about, the problems that you have or you know like finding a solution for your problem that's not where people are making buying decisions i mean they might be following you like for entertainment or like for information but that's generally not where people decide like this is the time that i want to solve my problem (laughs) right whereas in their emails they are in some sort of other you know, mindset where they're checking their emails they are you know reading they're actively Mm -hmm. engaged in your in whatever you're sharing and you know so that makes it a much better place for you to be engaging with your audience and to build those relationships with them so that eventually they go on to become paying customers and yeah I think these are like two great ways to start right (laughs) if you don't have an alternative to Instagram (laughs) no I love those so here's my what I always worry about when I do email and I I haven't done a lot of email marketing I'm starting to Mm -hmm getting the, the I, I, it's not the caption, the header or what, what's the word? The like, subject line. <laughs> subject line. Thank you. My brain just like went off into left field for a minute. Do you have tips for catchy subject lines that make people want to open what you're saying or just, is it better to just kind of be to the point, like what this is about? I guess the whole point of a subject line is to get people to open it. So you want Mm -hmm. something that is catchy and interesting, but also, you know, like if you're solving a problem for them in that email, like tell them you're solving a problem. So like 
there's a lot more to email marketing than just finding the best subject lines and I'm right. not the expert in email marketing uh-huh. if you're interested in learning more about email marketing I've been learning a lot from Tarzan K who is an excellent resource okay. if you're interested in you know looking up their work and yeah but you know having a good subject line is important and I think you know if you are stuck for inspiration about what kind of subject line would resonate with your audience why don't you go back to your own email list and I mean to your own inbox and see which of those are emails that you received that made you click right (laughs) like which ones stood out to you and right you know chances are other people work the same way like most people's minds work the same way Mm -hmm. so if it interested you then you know there there's a chance that you can that it might be interesting to somebody else or it might engage someone else if it's you know structured in a similar way so like whether it's an email that you know Mm -hmm. emails that you have received can be a good place to start for inspiration Mm -hmm. that's very smart So something else that I read in one of your, I don't remember if it was a reel or one of your posts that I loved and I'm going to adopt this, especially now that I, all of my family, like I live with my husband and my son now and they both work from home. So we're, when I'm trying to do things, we're all home, we're all working and we all have different, like one of us is on a meeting. So the other one wants to chat, you know, or one of us has time and wants to chat. And you had said that like on Fridays, I believe you take yourself to brunch and you sit down somewhere and you do your content for the next week or the next, however, I love that. And when did you start that? Like, what made you decide to start doing that? I started doing that. I want to say sometime last year because Mm -hmm. my coach, so for the longest time, I've I've been running my business for a long time since I want to say like 2018 is my sole source of income, but I haven't really been sharing any content online because my business was mostly based on like referrals, but then eventually like my network's not that huge and my referrals were starting to dry up. I started working with a business coach who was telling me like, you need to get visible and you know, like it was such a huge mindset thing for me to get over Uh (laughs) so just struggling uh with uh that like I feel you I hear you I was there (laughs) Mm -hmm. and what I found is that it's easier to like overcome this mindset block when you kind of do it in advance and then you don't have to think about it when it's actually going out (laughs) I like so that's my tip if you are like very hesitant like to click publish on a reel because you think you look silly or you're not sure that people want to hear what you're saying you do it in advance then you don't have to think about it and it's all like Mm -hmm. scheduled out so my coach actually recommended like batching six weeks of stuff at one go and I couldn't bring myself to do that at that time so I started like okay I'm gonna go to a cafe and you know it's a nice different environment so that kind of like sparks your creativity a little bit it kind of like inspires you to you know move away from you know wanting to check your emails because that's what you do when you sit down in your office seat right yes (laughs) so sometimes that's important like having a change of environment Mm -hmm. and so I take myself to a nice cafe and you know buy myself a nice fancy coffee and then like that kind of like inspires me to get started with my content and I you know sit down and plan out or I create the content like write the captions get the pictures or the videos or whatever it is that I'm posting all done and then once I'm done 
I usually set like a timer for myself for one hour so that I don't, you know, end up spending six hours creating one reel because that's a very real <laughs> thing that has happened to me. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I can relate. <laughs> and after I'm, I'm done all of that, I treat myself with a nice brunch because, you know, this is not something that I enjoy doing for myself. Like I do, I like doing it for other people. <laughs> but when it comes to myself, like I need a little bit more motivation. So I treat myself to a nice brunch after that. And I feel like, okay, I've done a good job. Like pat on the back <laughs> for me. I love it. <laughs> I love it because I'm definitely a reward centered person. So I love mm-hmm. the fact, like the thought of, okay, now I get to, you know, give myself, like you said, the pat on the back, the reward. That is a brilliant idea. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I think tip, like so. for, for business owners, I don't know, like a lot of us are very like A type, A per A type personality people who are very like <laughs> driven and very motivated. And what happens is that, you know, you hit your goal and then you're just on to the next thing without taking that moment or that minute yes. to celebrate and to like acknowledge like this is a big deal. You've done something useful or productive or whatever it is. Like instead of just being like, okay, done, check things off my checklist and I'm on to the next thing. <laughs> and that's really where like, I think like burnout set in because you're just like, go, 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 go. And you don't give yourself a break. You don't, you know, take a moment to mm-hmm. like acknowledge how far you've come and what you've achieved so I think like building in those rewards along the way is a very helpful way to (laughs) to keep yourself going (laughs) I completely love that tip and I am going to start incorporating that into my especially when it comes to the marketing the social media stuff Mm -hmm. with you it's not my favorite part to do I don't mind the like I have fun playing on you know like making the content right what I don't like the photos and the pictures I don't like doing reels and TikToks and I've told my, that's my goal for the next year (laughs) is I'm going to be better and consistent with that. So I need to give myself a reward when I do that. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Mine will be brunch with, you know, a nice mimosa or. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me any other, do you have any great tips for, talked a little bit about holiday marketing, maybe kind of showing up over the holidays without taking a ton of time away from your family and your festivities? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think there are maybe like, let's say two parts to that. (laughs) Firstly, it's important to take a break over the holidays and like unplug from social media if that's something that you feel like you need to do. And I love that. I support that 100%. Unfortunately, if you're thinking about things like social media, these things run on algorithms and algorithms are basically like, these little computer programs that, you know, follow a set of commands to do like certain (laughs) things, right? So Mm -hmm. how they show people your content in the feed is based on how often you post. And unfortunately, if you're taking time over the time off over the holidays, and you're planning not to post anything, what this tells the algorithm is that your account has just gone quiet, or it's like, I don't know, it's on a hiatus or it's dead, basically. You know? uh-huh. like, it's just kind of like, this person is not posting. I'm never going to show their content to anybody ever again. So let's not infuri- I mean, that's what I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't no, that makes concrete- actually a lot of sense. I don't have concrete proof, but like, you know, that's the kind of thing that the algorithm likes. Like if you're mm-hmm. consistent with your content and you, like the algorithm knows like, oh, this person's always putting out new stuff. It's going to keep showing you in the feed. Whereas mm-hmm. if you post like, once on a Tuesday and then once like three weeks later and then 
you post like six times in a row and then you disappear again like the algorithm's like what is going on with this person I can't count on them I'm never going to show this stuff ever again right. right so we don't want that to happen to your account over the holidays even though it's important to take a break so what I recommend doing is to batch your content ahead of time and schedule that out on your you know whether it's on meta or on hootsuite or whatever platform that people are using these way these days mm -hmm. to schedule their posts ahead of time so I don't know whether you want like new content ideas. I have a freebie that has like a bunch of content ideas for people in business. Oh, awesome. um, might be helpful. Or if you're not interested in sharing new content, because that is still some work to like develop those content ideas into like posts. What I recommend is also to like repurpose the stuff that's already done well, right? Like during the whole year, oh, you've smart. shared hundreds of posts you know I don't know even if you've like been posting twice a week that's a hundred posts that you can choose from right mm -hmm. like choose the top five or ten posts that have performed really well or resonated with your audience or that you think people would benefit from seeing again right right and take those slap a new picture on it and post the same caption there you go. There's your post. <laughs> it takes yeah. like five minutes. And, you know, it's it's your content. And I mean, if you're worried that your audience will judge you for it, trust me, they probably won't remember <laughs> that they've seen <laughs> this before. Right. Or secondly, they might be bringing fresh eyes to it and they might read it in a different way. I don't know if you've watched a movie twice or three times, you might know, like you kind of remember like what it was about, but then like you get new things from it, right? Mm -hmm. Each time you watch it or they, so I think the same applies for our content and we don't need to discount ourselves for it. We can share the same things over and over again. <laughs> and also like your yeah, audience has grown. There are new people in there who haven't True. seen the stuff that you posted way back in January or February. So mm -hmm. why not share it again? Because, you know, if it resonated with them, then it will again, <laughs> you know. So save yourself the trouble and, you know, repurpose stuff. And if you really, really just can't, can't <laughs> because this is the season of you know feeling very overwhelmed about like family and parties and all of these things right just post some memes or like selfies and say like I'm posting this for the algorithm I think people will relate to that <laughs> and being that's real kind so of like smart. Uh -huh. that's being real and really connecting and I mean people people will see it they will laugh at it maybe get a chuckle out of them they'll give it a like yeah. <laughs> and yeah. there you go like there's your post maybe this is the worst advice ever I don't know like if it bombs don't blame me but you know <laughs> sometimes you just gotta I try new things <laughs> yeah no I think that's I love it <laughs> that's what I'm gonna be doing <laughs> I think I will too <laughs> I love it any other tidbits that we didn't cover that you wanted to make sure to mention before we tell everybody where to find you and all of your goodness? I think I hope my biggest takeaway I hope that you will get out of this is that, you know, don't forget about your website in the times of social media. I know social mm -hmm. media is very sexy and like people are always talking about how to get 80,000 followers on Instagram or, you know, have a million followers on TikTok. But honestly, like followers aren't customers. And, you know, you might have a million followers, but maybe just five customers. Okay, this is unlikely, but, <laughs> you know, there it's is possible. Yeah, it is possible, you know, like and being visible or like going viral on social media doesn't guarantee that you're going to get new clients or, mm -hmm. you know, get paid services out of that because 
that's just what happens, right? Like people just like stuff randomly and like have no intention of ever buying from them. Or like they follow people and they're just like, oh, this person's entertaining. Or like, I like her face. <laughs> and they don't ever intend to work with you. And, you know, these are like vanity metrics. But what really matters is, you know, how many people are getting into your funnel. And like that can be mm -hmm. through your email list, like how much traffic your website's getting. These are things that you might be more that maybe is a good idea to focus on in the next year as you move forward, apart from just like worrying about whether your reel went viral, like try focusing a little bit on your website and you're nurturing your email list because those are the people who have committed to you, so to speak. And they yeah, <laughs> no, I was just thinking that I kind of, it's almost like we're circling back to, you know, when you were following people's blogs, right? Right. You'd go and you'd see what they posted, you know, and then it ended up, you know, people had their Facebook pages and their groups and things like that. So you kind mm -hmm. of gotten away from maybe going to people's websites every day. But I love that. I like the idea of kind of circling back to that because then you're, you're, they're in your space, right? So everything there on that page they're looking at is what you want them to see. Exactly. And so I do love you remember it. like back in those days when we would go and visit like 12 different friends blogs and read this uh -huh. it was a very active process rather than you know scrolling on Instagram which is a very passive sort of thing you see what the algorithm right. wants you to see you know right. whereas if you're like going and typing in like crunchyroll.blogspot.com or whatever <laughs> <laughs> right back in those days to read my blog exactly. like it was a very yes. active thing like you yes they're, they're there intentionally yeah <laughs> exactly so yeah. that's maybe what we want to cultivate or nurture in our followers or in, in our audience and you can do that like even in an email right like just by sharing them sharing with them emails that they want to read right I love that that's I think that's the best advice. I'm going to start revamping my website a little bit because it has really fallen. You know, I have my main page that I try to keep pretty, but as far as any real content, I have not kept up on that. So there's yeah. another great goal for the new year, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no point beating yourself up about what you did or didn't do this year. Just right. take the right, the next step for your business, like in the coming year and you know take it from there can only get better right <laughs> exactly i love it so tell us now where can we find you what do you have going on you mentioned a freebie talk a little bit about that and where they can find that okay so my freebie is one year of content ideas and i have it like designed for specific industries so if you head over oh. to my website crunchranjani.com slash resources all my free stuff is on there you can also book and ask me anything content chat where if you have a specific like content related problem or issue or question feel free to book a free chat and I will you know oh, nice. lend you my expertise for 15 minutes to solve your little problem and we can you know chat about it and <laughs> you can leave feeling you know, that you've solved your content problem. So that's all available on my website. You can also follow me on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn, which is where I share a lot of free content about like tips around content mm -hmm. creation or like repurposing content or stuff around my small business ownership, entrepreneurship journey. And also like a little bit about my travels because I travel a lot. So <laughs> if you're interested in that, follow me on any of these platforms. And I am so excited to connect with you all. <laughs> I love it. You guys, I will put all of 
this information in the show notes and it will be on our website and Patreon account. So if you didn't catch any of that while we were talking, you can go find it there. And I do suggest you follow her Instagram. I follow her on Instagram and I have just really, I've enjoyed a lot of her tips. So I was really, really excited to have you on today. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. You bet. Hi, friends. Do you have a business idea, but you're just a little unsure of how to turn it into a profitable venture? Let me tell you that creating a comprehensive business plan is the first step to your success. So my new course is a business plan building course and is designed to help you create a solid plan that will help you to achieve those entrepreneurial goals. With seven modules, this course covers everything from market research and financial planning to marketing strategies and growth planning. So whether you are starting a small online business or a larger brick and mortar store, this course is the perfect starting point for everyone. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your business to the next level. Watch for my announcement coming up on social media this week for a very special introductory price. Cheers.